The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. 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 I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, this is I, I don't know what's going on, guys, here. Um <laughs> When I go to to the desktop, this is for my my viewing audience. I have our desktop on here, and it's not pulling up the screen in the manner it's supposed to. I don't know why that is. Um, I blow up the you guys are seeing in the screen. This is actually the uh, where the stuff is, and I, I just I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, we're just going to skip that part. Okay, we're just going to skip that part. I don't, this is the first time I've ever seen it do that when you select a desktop that you're wanting to show and can't show it. So, anyway, if you want to check us out online, sonsoflibertymedia.com, you want to see the faces made for radio, head over there. 
There's two videos at the top of the page. The top one on the left is Bradley from yesterday. That is there until three o'clock this afternoon at what time he goes live. And then on the right side of the page is where we're streaming. All you got to do is hit the play button, blow it up on whatever device you're on, and then click on the rumble icon in the bottom right hand corner. And uh, you can join us in the chat there. By the way, we are streaming to rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. We're also on beforeitsnews.com on top of the page there. And we're also on dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty. Uh, so all of those are video platforms. You can catch us there, or you can just go to sonslibertymedia.com right there at the top of the page. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> we've got a cut. We've got a guest on this morning. So since I can't go through a bunch of stuff, well, I can, and I'm going to, but I, I won't be able to show it to you. So let's just hit some of the, the highlights here for this week or for today on sonslibertymedia.com. Christianity. This isn't the military. Oh, yes, it is. You know, some people say, well, there's, you know, we're just going to, we're just called to go in a room and pray and this, that, and the other. Not, you know, it used to be known as the church militant. We went and we dealt spiritual warfare in the midst of all that's going on. We didn't retreat from the culture. We went and sought to correct and make the culture right according to the commands of God. Uh, so this is the latest one from Bradley. Also, tyrannical Pennsylvania governor. We could confiscate your guns under proposed red flag pretended legislation. That's what our forefathers called it in the Declaration of Independence when the king and parliament got together and decided they would infringe on the rights. They called it pretended legislation uh, because of social media posts. If you if you put up a post that goes against our narrative, if you uh, speak of you know exercising the law, if you call us out as criminals, which we are, or traitors, which we are, if you call if you if you point the finger at us, if you say something we don't like, we might come and take your guns. Complete violation. Not a, this has it, it does have everything to do with the Second Amendment, but it's a violation of the Fourth Amendment, it's a violation of the Fifth Amendment, it's a violation of the First Amendment. Let me tell you what it really is. It's pre-crime. See how they were setting us up with their movies and their books and things? It's pre-crime. They're they're gonna get you for thinking something that you're not supposed to think before you commit a crime. By the way, the Fifth Amendment uh, protects you against them taking your property. I don't care if they call it due process or not. You're not charged with a crime in that. And so they're not supposed to be taking your liberty or your property. Also, sonslibertymedia.com, famine, diesel prices hit farmers hard. Food is going to get scarce. And I think in some areas it already has begun to do that. And then we're seeing the animals being killed off. I'm going to have a lady... Uh, speak to that in just a moment. Federal Reserve's rate increases too little too late. This is the latest from Ron Paul. The mysteries of Hunter Biden's laptop has the identity of Joe Biden's puppet master just been revealed. And then also cops wake up unarmed sleeping man, kill him after he complied to put his hands up. And the people of Mesa, Arizona are on the hook for $250,000 settlement to his family. I'm going to tell you something, guys. I watched the video and I want to know where all these gun confiscators, these politicians that think they're going to make us safe by infringing on our rights, violating their oath. I, I, the question I have for you guys is this. You come out and you say these weapons of war, semi-automatic rifles, shouldn't be on the streets. Then why are they in the hands of the agents of the state? Why are they in the, in the hands of your people huh? that are supposed to be serving the people? Why, why are they there? Why no talk of the these weapons of war in their hands? And they're not weapons of war. They can be used for that, but they're really not that. <sighs> it gets frustrating. It really does. All right. I, I wanted to show you this one, but 
for whatever reason, I can't do it. Um, actually, I probably could. I'm moving around. But I'll have it in the archives along with some bonus videos. Some Italian motorists were dealing with these global warming nuts that are protesting in the middle of the highway. They got the highway backed up. So what did they do? They got out of their cars and they went and grabbed the people by the shoulders. And there's a bunch of them. And pulled them off the side of the road so all the cars could go by. It was, it was brilliant. It really was. And then there's this farmer here. Um, I want to say her name is Steph Nash. At least that's what I looked up to find the, the video here. Uh, Steph Nash. And I think she's out in Wyoming. Let me let you tell her what kind of ridiculous things this uh the 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 biden administration i assume they're doing it through the ep no they're doing it through osha are trying to do to some of the farmers take a listen heat index for outside work agenda is to begin this administration's agenda is to control the food and control the people biden wants to push osha into an extreme heat index for outside workers you guys want to know what he thinks is hot 80 degrees fahrenheit let me tell you here in Tennessee, it gets humid, oh, and I push past because guess what? My girls still got to get fed, and that's my priority. And I chose this life in agriculture to feed you and your families. And they are trying to put fear in our lives. They're trying to kill off the American farmer. I know. We moved from California because regulations were getting so bad, and they were providing water to Los Angeles and San Francisco instead of the Central Valley. And they're doing it across America, trying to regulate our land take our land, take our water rights. It is happening. It is time to wake up and start supporting your local farmers and buy local. Amen. Amen. That's what that's what we should be doing. We should be driving ourselves towards that rather than the, the, the big corporations that are treating their animals in, inhumanely. And the girls she's talking about are cows, just so you would know because you can't see that. Uh, also, there was a report out stating, and you guys have seen with the Patriot Front Group, we, we talked about that before, that thing is a complete Hollywood set. That's what that. That's what's going on with those guys. Those guys aren't. I, I mean, just every facet of that entire little display that they did is completely fabricated. It really is. But listen to this. This is a rep a quick report, and then we're going to get to our guest. Uh, that the Pentagon spent five hundred and forty million dollars on fake terrorist agendas. Listen. Documents obtained by the Bureau of Investigative Journalism have uncovered covert propaganda missions carried out by the Pentagon following the invasion of Iraq. It details some half a billion U.S. dollars paid to a British PR firm to create fake insurgent videos and other materials. Manila Chan has this story tonight. To get us all worked up to go the into war. The invasion of Iraq was highly profitable, at least for one media and public relations company who assisted the Pentagon by creating mock insurgency videos. The British advertising firm Bell Pottinger helped the DOD for years in PSYOPs campaigns. Documents obtained by the Bureau of Investigative Journalism show that in 2006, Bell received $120 million from the Pentagon for their initial services and later received over half a billion dollars for their video and production and editing services from 2007 to 2011. Martin Wells worked at Bell Potting. Whoops. Okay, so that was the end. You, you get the gist. They're using our money to deceive us into thinking all this kind of stuff's going on. And if they're going to do that there in, a, in, a, in Iraq, you don't think they're doing it here? Come on. Come on.
Uh, real quickly before we before we bring on a guest here, just to address something. You know, yesterday I said something about you know I ended the day Father's Day uh, watching a film with with my boys, and you know somebody wanted to write a comment. Oh, you know it's something you find out what you're doing offline this that, and the other. You know, I, I take the correction that I can be I can do other things, but that doesn't mean that this is how my time is spent. I just want people to understand that just because I share a moment in time of what I do does not mean this is who I am all the time. And, you know, suggesting that I don't do the other things that I call us to do, you and me both, because we're both called to do it, doesn't mean that we're not doing that, guys. I mean, it just doesn't mean that. In any case, that may not be a big deal to you. I just wanted to address that uh, with, and, and I consider the guy a friend on online here. I just wanted, I wanted to address that. But this morning, we've got uh, um, hopefully a new friend, here, uh, AJ Kern. She's out of Minnesota. Um, and I'm just going to give you from her about page, which you can find at ajkern.com. First and foremost, AJ is a Christian who believes the only way to our Heavenly Father is through his son, Yeshua. Amen. AJ joined the U.S. Army Reserves and attended Fort. Boy, this one's going to be, this is going to be something. Huachuca, if I'm wrong in that, I'm going to let her correct, correct me in a minute, for intelligence analyst. Uh, after military school, AJ attended Montana State University. After graduating with a political science degree, emphasis in public administration, AJ attended the University of Wyoming, where she received a master's degree in land use, man in land use planning. AJ worked as a county planner and later for American Tower as a zoning specialist. After serving as a Benton County Planning Commissioner, AJ began writing on education, eventually writing for the St. Cloud Times Writers Group as a conservative writer, uh, having lived in Iran as a teenager in Costa Rica later life. Boy, I think we could probably do a show just on that. Uh, one thing is clear, not all cultures are the same. The United States, founded on Judeo-Christian values, is unique. The American way of life and culture must be preserved for future generations, and it's my privilege to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, AJ Kern. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah. Okay. Now, at least AJ is working here because, man, I I have never seen this do this, and I didn't restart the computer today, so that may have something to do with it. I don't know, but it usually doesn't happen where I can I can show the videos and everything else. Anyway, AJ, it's great to have you this morning, and you've got something pretty unique going on there now. I don't know how many years ago it was. It was like every week something was coming out about Ilhan Omar. If she wasn't uh, fleecing the people and using money illegally to fund her her now husband while she was committing adultery with him, with the other guy, and then she was married to her brother and all this other stuff. Uh, her criminal history is is well known. I don't know if people understand how I think she worked to get her father into the country, who was a terrorist there in Somalia. Um, and she's just got a lot of questionable things that come up in her in her past. And one of those things is, did she actually come into the United States legally? And is she really a U.S. citizen? <clears throat> and you're challenging all of that uh, in, in a bid for or for a, a seat as well as a representative. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Do you want to take a little bit of time? You want to expand a little bit more on maybe uh, who you are? and what you're doing right now, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of, of what's going on there. Okay. Um, first of all, you pronounce it Fort Huachuca. Huachuca, okay. <laughs> Huachuca. Thank you. Um, anyway, yes, I'm, I'm a Christian conservative, and um, being in Minnesota, I was following Ilhan Omar somewhat, paying attention to what she was doing, and um, 
I in in 2019, um, I I don't know what it was, but I just started. I paid attention to the fact that she had on her state biographical page, her U.S. congressional page, and on Wikipedia that her birth year was 1981, and I realized that her father was only eligible to apply for naturalization March 8th, 2000. So uh, you, you use an age calculator, and she was actually 18 when he became eligible to apply for citizenship. So um, after I, I produced a video, and I talked about that, a couple of days later, she contacted the state and changed her birth year to 1982. She changed it on her U.S. congressional page and on Wikipedia. So the fact is, is that no one in any official capacity has ever verified her citizenship because the Minnesota Secretary of State did not. Um, I, I went to the Secretary of State's office and to find out specifically if they had verified her citizenship, asked for her official naturalization records, and they didn't. And you can see that video. I had a friend go with me and record it. You can see it on ajkern.com. But the Secretary of State's office has basically, um, basically stated that we do not require proof of citizenship because, in fact, if we did, we would be in violation of the law because there is no law requiring us to do so. So, number one, they're aiding in voter fraud because anyone can walk into the Secretary of State's office and register to vote. They're not checking if you're a citizen. Um, but the other thing is that... Can I ask you a question there? Sure. Okay, so we know the U.S. Constitution requires that of those who are going to serve in, as representatives. No person shall be representative who, who shall not have attained to the age of 25 years and have been seven years a citizen of the United States. There's also a similar requirement for those who serve in the Senate. And is it any different in the state of Minnesota? Do they have, because she served there too, is there... Is there no requirement within the Minnesota Constitution regarding representatives uh, there in the state? You know, um, you are supposed to be a citizen for Congress, uh, seven years and nine years, yes. Yep. Um, for, for state and local offices, um, you do not have to be a citizen. You, you can be on, the, on a city council. I mean, this is true across the country unless... Uh, the state legislatures have, have put something in place. Um, but I, I just don't think that's happening across the country because this is kind of a new, a new thing as we have more illegals coming in. We have more refugees. Um, we have more non-citizens coming into this country. And the fact is, like in Minnesota, they are not they, they gain all the rights and privileges of a United States citizen without actually having to go through the process of naturalizing. Um, that, that's, that's just a fact. I mean, they can run for your school board, your city council, the, the state legislature. Um, there's no real requirement to be a citizen, just at the federal level. And that, that's the thing about um, the Secretary of State not verifying her citizenship because they claim there is no law 
maybe you can argue that, that the state legislature needs to take action and do something to require the Secretary of State to verify citizenship when people register to vote. Um, but there is a law when it comes to a federal race. It's called the United States Constitution, right. Article 1, Section 2, Clause 2. And so um, I included, so I filed, well, let me back up here. I, I am running in Ilhan Omar's district in the Democrat primary. I am a Christian conservative running in the Democrat primary. And I know that's difficult for people to wrap their brains around, um, but I'm doing that for a reason. It, it, it gives me uh, legal standing to re request the court to verify her citizenship. And that's what I've done. Um, now, if I ran in the Republican primary, I felt like there was some chance that it, my, my case would not be accepted. Uh, they might say, well, let's wait until the Republican primary is over and then maybe you can refile if you win or whatever. This way, it's just I'm, I'm in the race directly. I'm challenging her as a uh, primary challenger. So I have legal standing right away to do this. And um, next, next Thursday, June 23rd at 2.30, um, I've posted how you can go online and watch the hearing, but we have our first hearing, maybe the only hearing, um, because the Secretary of State and uh, Ilhan Omar's attorneys have filed to be dismissed for my civil complaint. Uh, and I'm, I'm hoping the judge is going to give me, provide me an opportunity to speak. Um, I'm not an attorney. I'm just a regular person <laughs> who I, I just felt compelled to do this. Just it was like driving me crazy that I that there's a possibility that we have a foreign nationalist sitting in Congress. Well, we had and one sitting, sitting in the White House. Yes, yes, I <laughs> I do believe that Barack Obama's uh, citizenship yes. was never really solved. I believe he was born in Kenya, but <laughs> um, that's the other thing is Omar's attorneys are accusing me of being a birther. And I'm, if I have the opportunity to make a, a, a statement against their motion to dismiss, I, I will address that as well. It's a cheap shot, really. It's yeah, because you're not, you're not even addressing where she was born. You agree she's born in Somalia. You're, you're more of a, um, you're, you're more of a refugee or, or something. I don't, I don't know what you would call her, but it isn't a birther. And I agree with you. What was the guy who? And I, I didn't get to pull the articles up, but there was a guy. Uh, some years back, boy, he was just uncovering stuff left and right that was going out about. That was what I was making mention of with uh, Ilhan before. But he was exposing all that stuff, and I think he caught a lot of flack from people. But when you produce the documents, there they are. This is, this is the and yes, guys, you heard it right. She's running as a Democrat. That doesn't mean she holds to it. In fact, I dropped the link for AJ's. Um, you know what she believes about certain things. You're not going to find a Democrat who's going to say this. I don't. They won't even say this to get in office, uh, some of the stuff that I read from AJ. So she's using the system kind of like Lee Newton Rhodes was using it and running in running for the presidential bid. He was a conservative Christian, and yet he said, I get up there with the rhinos, you know, you get lost in the midst of everything, even though because they, they try to make their message sound like yours. But he says the Democrats sound nothing like what I believe. And so I think that's the approach you're trying to do is you're trying to just utilize that. But doesn't mean you have to go along with the with that party. Do do you? I mean, you don't have to say no, anything no. saying I mean, you agree with them at all. You know, we have rhinos, Republican in name only. <laughs> 
how about we now have dinos, D Democrat in name only? <laughs> yes, she is I a mean, Christian, Carol Ann. Yes. Uh, I, I, I am a Christian. Um, I think, I, I believe this is why I was compelled to do this because um, I, 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 it's highly unlikely that she ever naturalized. And I also wanted to point out to everyone that even if she was born in 1982, let's just say hypothetically she was, all right? Um, her family came to the United States March 8th, 1995. Refugees have at least at a minimum five year, a five-year waiting period. So her father could not apply until March 8th, 2000. And if he did, and she was 17, he had to have... Uh, 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 submitted an application and gone through the entire process from start to finish by her birthday, October 4th. So that's a rough time frame of about seven months. And I just don't believe that he could have naturalized within that time frame. And today it takes between 14 and a half to 18 and a half months to go through the application process and, and just do the whole thing. And, um, naturalized i just i just don't think the seven month time frame is uh realistic so yeah neither uh, do i neither do i now now what kind of evidence do you have aj for some of the claims you're making now you've got a you've got a video and if my screen stuff was working i'd show the video off your site but people can go to ajkern.com it's right there on the front you got a little two minute video or something where you're kind of presenting some stuff what's some of the what's some of the evidence that you have that Ilhan Omar is not a citizen of the U.S. Or, or even of the state of Minnesota? Well, I have on ajkern.com um, the snapshots of her state uh, biographical page before and after she changed her birth year. So, I mean, first of all, what member of Congress has ever gone nearly six months into their first term and changed their birth year? I mean, that's unheard of. So there was a reason why she did it. Um, but the evidence, the problem is there is no evidence for anything. I mean, she really has no evidence that she's a citizen and Congress in their wisdom some, sometime earlier decided that naturalization records should be private data. Well, <laughs> I believe that if you are foreign born and you want to run for Congress, you need to be able to verify that you meet all of the qualifiers, which also means seven years a citizen in this case. And for her not to have to show that, to not to have to prove that with her official naturalization records, um, I think that's, that's stunning. We, we, we are actually uh, allowing the Secretary of State to make citizenship null and void. He is amending the Constitution in effect. And, um, you know, if you, if you, you hit on her father, I mean, how did they how did they get here i mean he served under under the uh mohammed bari marxist <laughs> communist regime and all of those officers seem to have made it to the united states canada europe so i just it was like you know, operation did, did her, paperclip 2.0 wasn't it did her dad get some sort of was there something with our corrupt government that allowed him to come here and 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 her grandfather who also served in that regime and they that regime brutalized i mean terrorized t tortured 
executed many people. And I'm not sure there were any good good guy sides. Um, it's tribal warfare. Always has been, always will be. And um, it's clear that she hates the church. She hates America. She hates Israel. And um, this is not the kind of character that we should have in our Congress. Well, I agree. I agree with you on that. I, you know, it's just how... <laughs> If this is a requirement, I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of beside myself with you saying this. If this is a requirement of the U.S. Constitution that somebody has to be um, <clears throat> either a citizen or they have to have been naturalized. And again, when we go back to that process, it doesn't matter if we're talking about Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or Barry Obama or whoever, or now Ilhan Omar. We're talking about that naturalization is not natural born. And people need to understand that the difference between the two is like a natural born citizen. That is just a fact. Your mom and dad are, are citizens. And that's the issue. That's the real issue there. And the other naturalization takes an act of Congress. Literally, that's what that's what it is. An act of Congress to make you a citizen. And so what you're saying is she was supposed to come in under some kind of act of Congress, but there's no evidence that she did that. She's just kind of been here and says, oh, yes, I'm a citizen. And we're supposed to take her at her word while she's funneling all kinds of campaign, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to her uh, now husband, whom she was committing adultery with uh, before. And all of the other things that surround uh, the, the marriage to her brother and this other guy and this. The whole thing is very uh, sinister and it's suspect just on its on its face. So so what what's going to happen in this hearing that you're going to have? What is it next week? Did you say next Thursday, right? No, it's this this Thursday. This Thursday, yeah, right? It's this Thursday. So yeah. what's going to happen? What do you expect to happen in there? What is the if you can't get your hands on these documents because they're private? Are you just going through basically what you laid out? Or here's the dates that are given. How is this possible? You know, even if they're private, there's somebody who can look at them and can say, yes, this is legitimate or no, it's not legitimate. Um, and I would think in a free society, the people should be able to have a freedom of request. Maybe you want to redact, you know, addresses or something like this. But the fact of the matter is they should be the people should be able to see this stuff if the people have demanded it of her that she be that. That just seems logical to me. Yeah, it's, it's really insane. Um that a foreign-born person can come here and go to Congress without going through the vetting of naturalization and are you a citizen? And um, that that's why I'm going to this effort. Believe me, this has taken a lot of time. <laughs> and um, there are a lot of other things I would rather be doing, but this one is so important because we're also not just um, allowing someone who's possibly not a citizen uh, to or a foreign nationalist sitting in Congress, but we've been allowing dual citizens to sit in Congress. And that's not what the Constitution says either. That's right. It says you have to be an American citizen. Not a, not a, don't, you know, they insert these things sort of like dual citizen, like, yeah, that's fine. I'm a citizen. Yeah, but you're a dual citizen. I, I don't want your allegiance to be divided. And so, as we all know, we have uh, a corrupt Congress. Um, our government's corrupt. 
and they're not taking steps to address any of this. I mean, I've I've contacted members of Congress and uh, I've either left a message explaining what I'm doing or I've actually spoke to one of their staffers and I never get a call back. But Congress has the power to verify her citizenship. The Ethics Committee, the Administrative Committee, they have the power to do that and they should. And uh, I think they're also worried about their own long-term political careers that they do not have the backbone to uh, do what's right. They don't have the, the ethics to do what's right. Um, so I think this judge, if she's really looking at the fact that I have legal standing to request her to verify the citizenship, she will do that. But we also know that judges can <laughs> be uh, bought off. Let's well. just call it for what it is. Yep, bought off. And so, uh, do do I think this is actually going to go the way I want? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm completely relying on the Lord God Almighty because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take Him influencing the heart and mind and soul of this judge to do the right thing and say before Ilhan Omar and Don Samuels, he's another candidate who was born in Jamaica, I included him, uh, before their names are allowed on the ballot, they should prove their, their citizenship. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably highly unlikely this is going to happen, but the next step would be to start hounding members of Congress. And I'm hoping people like like yourself you ha have a platform to reach many people and uh honestly the the republicans in minnesota the members of congress uh should be taking a lead on this why aren't they concerned that we possibly have a foreign nationalist sitting on the foreign affairs committee she is a national security risk but everybody you know because they are so afraid of being called a birther Adults are afraid of being called names. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> You're right. That they 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 don't. It, it's like really. Why are you taking her word for it? Hasn't she done enough to cause you cause you to question her credibility of anything that comes out of her mouth? And we know that Islamists are allowed to lie to infidels. They're allowed to lie to uh, uh, move forward their agenda of conquering. Um, and, uh, you know, in an Islamist mind, now that they're going to have the Islamic prayer in Minneapolis um, blasting out, I mean, that that is their call to not worship, a well, maybe worship their God, but it's also to say we have conquered. We have conquered this area. And too many people are just accepting it. And the Republican Party, when I did the video, uh, when I went to the Secretary of State's office, and it's clear that he's not verifying citizenship when he's registering people, I, why didn't the Republicans in the state legislature say, well, if he needs us to make a law requiring him to verify citizenship, then, then let's get on it. And maybe, maybe the governor won't... Uh, sign it sign this but we we have to uh make this an issue 
we, we need to work really hard to get this done because whether you're a Republican or Democrat or independent, you should want uh, everyone that registers to vote to be a United States citizen and everyone that goes to Congress to be a United States citizen only. Yeah, it really is. It really is interesting. You know, you were saying that you're dependent upon the Lord to turn the heart of the judge. And, you know, the scripture teaches us that very thing. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it wheresoever he will. And if he does that with the king, you know, he can do it with everybody who is under the king as well. And I agree with that, that you can do it. Now, here's the question. Because people in the chat are cynical. I'm going to tell you, I'm cynical too, because I, I see how the game's played. It's a WWE match on virtually every level we're involved in. I think it's, be, and I, and as far as the party system, you know, our forefathers warned us about that. John Adams said it was a great evil that he saw if, it, if the country's divided into two great parties under their leadership. And it is, and we see the effect. Everybody thinks that's the American system, but that's not. That's a foreign system that's coming in. It's actually communist uh, because you go to communist country, they let you vote for the two parties because they're going to give, they're going to select the two guys they're going to put up for you, uh, make mm-hmm. you feel like you're free and you have a choice in things. So, what do you what what would you want to see people do to come behind you uh, for this hearing that's coming up on Thursday? How can they be a part? If you, I guess if you're local there in Minnesota, you can show up at that hearing. I'm assuming is that right? It's it's a Zoom meeting. Okay. You know, they're they're still going, uh, ah, COVID, you know. Um, it's a good excuse not to show up to work uh, for many people, but um, th- that's, uh, yeah, they, they, I think just to go on ajkern.com, if people are inclined to make a donation, that would be terrific because even if the judge drops this, I'm still in the race. Um I, I do like to take the opportunity uh, to say that the Democrat Party, um, you know, John, President John F. Kennedy was the face of the Democrat Party for a long time. And today um, the party has embraced communism. That's, that's what they're doing. And um, President Kennedy, I, I believe today would be considered more of a conservative than he would uh, being more of like the Democrat definition of today. And he would have never embraced a socialist Bernie Sanders. He would have never embraced a Marxist Ilhan Omar. I mean, you remember the Bay of Pigs, right? So he was against communism and would have never agreed with what's happening at our borders. Eliminating our, our borders is an attempt to eliminate our sovereignty. And, um, I I just I just think it's it's kind of a a fun opportunity actually to uh be more of a conservative voice that's reflects uh John F Kennedy more than it does anyone else in leadership at this point who's the the leadership under Biden is is completely trying to destroy this country it's obvious and we have some really tough times coming and I think that maybe there's a lot of people that are realizing that the Democrat Party doesn't worship the God Yahweh um, and with, with the abortion and all these other kind of crazy issues, there just may be some Democrats that are that are starting to get it. They're they're really hopefully starting to get it. I mean, I think that's what I'm starting to see in social media. 
And uh, I realize a lot of people are will say, you know, um, Ilhan Omar, she's a citizen. She gained citizenship when she was 17. What, you know, you're being ridiculous and uh, what you're doing isn't going to work and all that. But I felt like this was one thing to try. It, I, I just, you know, no one else is doing anything. The Republicans aren't doing anything. Um, <laughs> the Republicans are controlled at the federal and state level by the establishment, and they they have their own set of issues and problems. And I, I just felt like um, individuals have to pick an issue, or they have to pick a politician that needs to go and they need to just be dedicated to that at this time because we are in trouble. Yeah, they, they are. Maybe we can get you in touch with uh, Eric Lucero uh, there. Maybe he'll, maybe he'll jump out there uh, with you. I'm, I'm sure he would see this as something that, yeah, I, I, this e Eric, needs Eric knows who I am okay. and I'm sure he knows what I'm doing. I've had no Republican reach out to me. See, and, and this is the thing, and this isn't a shot at Eric or anything, but this is the thing. I listened to uh, what's the guy's name uh, that Bradley had him on in the afternoon, Pastor um, Locke, Pastor Locke. Oh, you can't be a Christian and vote for a Democrat. And I, I, I get the sentiment that if the if if a Democrat's actually holding to a Democrat platform, I don't know how you do that. Now you don't do that, and people can see your platform. And you've been—I don't think—I haven't heard any Democrats who would even mentioned the, the word Yeshua or Yahweh. I don't think any of them would even do that. But the fact of the matter is the Republicans are just as bad because they take God's name in vain saying, well, we worship, we love Jesus and this, that, and then they go and they, they're not, they're the party of quote unquote abolition when they want to talk about slavery, which is a misnomer. That's a totally farce uh, of history that they put up too. But they won't be abolitionists when it comes to the murder of the unborn. Now, I don't want to get off on a Republican-Democrat thing because I, I just think that whole thing is a sham. I think it's a WWE match to divide the people because we only have one constitution. We don't have a Republican constitution and a Democrat constitution. We have, we have one constitution. And it seems to me that on this issue of Ilhan Omar, you want to bring the law to bear on her, not as a Democrat. You could easily do it as a Republican. You could bear this thing on Ted Cruz or Marco Rubio or you know whoever. But you're wanting to bring the law to bear on the individual, regardless of whether what party affiliation she has. Correct. Uh, I, um, I just think things are, are so uh, insane right now. <laughs> I mean, um, it's it, we're we're really in an uncharted territory, and it's a shame that we've allowed people to become career politicians. And it's a shame that we've allowed groups of people to come into this country and gain a foothold. Uh, le let me give you an example. Um, as I was writing for the St. Cloud Times, I had one column a month. And one of the things I wrote on was refugee resettlement. And um, having lived in Iran when I was a teenager, I have some strong opinions about Islam. So um, the, the Council on Islamic, American Islamic Relations, uh, which is Hamas, um, why are they here? Um, why hasn't Congress passed the Muslim Brotherhood Terrorist Designation Act? Uh, we have the United Arab Emirates 
who uh, designated the Muslim Brotherhood as a terrorist organization. Um, but we don't. We allow them to come into our country and then uh, threaten and intimidate Americans. They put my face on the front of one of their reports. I think it was the Minnesota Anti-Muslim Propaganda Mill. I think that's what it was, I was called. But anyway, they put uh, myself and about, I don't know, five other people maybe on in this report, and they had our, our eyes blacked out. And they were, it was clearly they were trying to intimidate. And why, why is this allowed? Why is it that the members of Congress, especially the ones in Minnesota who saw this report, they have absolutely nothing to say? And we, we, we have too many traitors really in this country that are not abiding by the Constitution. I, really, every time Pelosi talks, says something about the Constitution, I mean, really, you just want to you want to choke because they've clearly thrown the Constitution out a long time ago. And when you have secretaries of state who are becoming political activists by not verifying citizenship, which is clearly in the Constitution, and sending possibly foreign nationalists to Congress, th this is this is a high crime, <laughs> if anything else. Um, and Americans are, are really getting very fed up, and they're going to get very fed up more uh, as 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 things get really difficult now with um, inflation and food shortages and supply chain issues and this whole gasoline thing. Um, we've really we've really gone off the rails, and so I just I I know this seems uh, sort of impossible, but I I think that um, Ilhan Omar being an enemy of of the church and of America, an enemy of Israel, uh, I I'm just prayerful that the Lord will do something here. Uh, and I, I more than more than donations. I'm, I'm asking everyone, please. I'm, I'm needing your prayers, to, that the Lord will influence the judge to say, uh, I'm, I'm going to be courageous. I'm not going to look at this, these accusations of birther because this is also a dog whistle. They're sending a dog whistle to her that your any court that entertains all of this with Ilhan Omar. Uh, it's all connected to birther issues. So it's an insult. Um, and I hope that she can look beyond that and, and remember that she took an oath to defend the Constitution as well. Yeah, a lot of those guys, you know, are take their oath. And then the, as soon as they're sworn in, they're violating the oath. I'm going to do something here and see if I can bring this up. And I get it, guys. I get it. And I'm sure AJ gets it. The whole Democrat and Republican, I, I get it, but I want you to see, and you can judge for yourself. I, I don't endorse anybody, but I will get behind somebody who's going after the criminals, which is what she's doing here with Ilhan. And um, I just want you to see, and you guys can do it. I dropped it in the chat, so you've got it on the chat there that you can go, the AJS columns at AJKern.com. And this is, I'm, I'm going to pull this up on, on this, well, shoot, it won't even come up with that. Okay, well, I'm just going to pull that out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait a minute. I clicked the wrong button. And I apologize, guys. I don't know why uh, things were, were acting up today. Okay, there it is. All right, so this is just to give you a little flavor of who AJ is and the things that she'll 
she's telling you she believes. Now, I guess you've got to test her unless you've been in her life to know these things. But here's what she says. Uh, she says the federal law has been ignored. We agree with that. Um, she talks about defunding the police comes straight from the Marxist playbook as very dangerous as crime rises across the country. Americans at every single community need well-trained first responders. Uh, I've told you, uh, I'm not, you know, if you want to defund the police, you better be have something to replace it with, which in my estimation is the Constitution Militia, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. That is the people. And the people have shirked their duty and put it in the hands of agents of the state rather than assume their duty. Foreign aid. Uh, she is against a lot of this stuff here. Um, and she calls out Democrats and Republicans. National debt. Both Republicans and Democrats are responsible for our $330 trillion national debt. Taxes are too high, mainly because career politicians have a spending problem. Now, it's not a spending problem. It is an issue of adherence to the law. They're spending money on things that are unlawful that were never authorized for them to do. She believes in the right to life. There isn't any issue which reflects how our secular society is turned away from God and our Judeo-Christian values as this nation continues in the business of funding Planned Parenthood. It's impossible to believe the sincerity of politicians who support ex exterminating the lives of children in the womb while simultaneously claiming to declare, so this sounds like Sons of Liberty stuff, uh, claiming to care so much about your health and safety that they are justifying their es efforts of unconstitutional lockdowns and feckless mass enforcement. It's really not about your health. That's exactly right. Second Amendment, the right of the people to keep and bear arms is non-negotiable. The Founding Fathers understood that a free society fundamentally depends on not only the ability to defend oneself and property, but a well-armed citizenry is critical in defending against a tyrannical government. And that is through that. The only law enforcement that's mentioned in our Constitution is the militia, period. That's the only law enforcement that's mentioned. Not the boys in blue. I'm, I'm just saying they're not mentioned there. It is a fact, the Second Amendment, that allows us to keep the rest of our constitutional rights. We can never budge on the constitutional right. She's got immigration, uh, refugee resettlement, which she's been talking a little bit about here. The lack of transparency, remittances and fraud, Islamic terrorism, education. Uh, now, I'm interested in seeing this one. We only have a few minutes here. Um, a well-educated and, and informed citizenry is vital to thriving a free society. I think Thomas Jefferson said you can't expect to be free and ignorant at the same time. Mm. It's just not going to happen. Um, oh, I like this. As the federal government has unconstitutionally interfered in public education, increasing cost testing. Okay, you're on the right track there. Um, th as far as I see, uh, the state of Minnesota should opt out of federal education funding requirements. Amen. Hallelujah. That's exactly right. Which never pays for itself, but improves unfunded mandates. I will never support unconstitutional federal education programs. Uh, she's got trade, national security, uh, and government spending and debt. And, you know, I, um, I see all of that, AJ, as this is, this is how everybody should speak, regardless of what party affiliation they're thrown into. We should be seeing people pointing back to the law. This is unconstitutional. You shouldn't be doing this. And this is constitutional. You should be doing this. And we see them doing the exact opposite, and you're calling them out here. And I know people get tripped up on that, and rightfully so, rightfully so, of what the parties you know, promote. But it seems to me, at least from what you're saying here, uh, that you would be of the mindset of most of those who listen to the Sons of Liberty here. I, I'm sure, yes. Yes, um, I think we're, in, we're, we're at this point where we're at because both parties— ignore the constitution they've been trampling on it for some time 
And I'm hopeful that there are Democrats who will who who are really concerned about the crime, the increase in crime because of what's happening at our borders. We have uh, such a huge flow of the drugs that's surely going to, uh, you know, mothers, fathers, they're going to lose some of their children because somebody's going to lose a son or daughter because they they do they overdose on some of these drugs. You've got uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking. And we really have a problem in this country of missing women and young girls. Uh, I, I know there are boys that are missing too, but this is this is out of control. I mean, this is beyond crazy, and we have cartels uh, operating in our cities, in our country. Uh, we're making them rich by this open border policy. And I think a lot of uh, people who have just they were they were born into and raised into a Democrat household. And so they just continue to be Democrats. I mean, that that was true for me. My my parents were uh, Democrat and I went to college and then met my husband who was Republican. And we had a lot of conversations and it it made sense. It's like (laughs) the Democrats really are are kind of running off the rails and now they're completely off the rails. And I, I just think that more and more people are seeing this, but you know, the Republican party has a lot of problems as well. And, um, you know, like I said, we have rhinos and we're not really, you know, no one really has a problem with that. <laughs> you know, they, 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 when it comes to time to vote, these politicians say whatever they think they need to say to get your vote. And then they, they go to Congress and then they, they don't, their voting record isn't real strong in supporting the Constitution. That's right. And people listen to their excuses. And some people are like, it really doesn't matter what the congressman does, whether he, he opposes uh, President Trump's uh, proposal to cut foreign aid by 31% or whatever. They, don't, they didn't help President Trump uh, fund the wall. The Republicans well, had control of the Congress for his first two years, his first two years uh as president and they did nothing well aj <laughs> so, listen we're, we're up against the end of the show you want to hang over a oh. couple of minutes i'd like to address that with some things um you want to tell people you got about 20 seconds tell people where they can find out more about you and if you want to plug thursday go yes uh ajkern.com the first hearing is thursday at 2 30 go to ajkern.com and you can see the link uh how you should be able to view this hearing online Okay. All right. That's AJ Kern. And uh, thank you. Hang on. We're going to carry over just a little bit. I won't keep long, but I do want to address that and bring scripture to bear here on what we're talking about. Uh, Bradley, be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. You guys can catch us on sonsoflibertymedia.com if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio. And tomorrow it's Rotten at the Core Wednesday with the Common Core Diva Lynn Taylor. See ya. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over. And I trim my beard today, and it keeps getting on. This is a bad thing about black shirts, isn't it? Um, <laughs> one of the things I was going to say, when you were talking about Ilhan Omar and some of the other people coming in, the refugees and this, that, and the other, and how, you know, uh, what was it, Dinesh D'Souza, you remember when he was, uh, he did the, that first little documentary he had with, uh, with Barry, and he said, oh, he's anti-colonial. No, he's not. He's been bringing... All of these these refugees, these Islamic refugees in, and they are colonizing in America. We've got an entire uh, town up north 
It's got a funny name to it. I don't know if it was in Minnesota or Michigan or Wisconsin, somewhere up there. And they've taken over the entire town council now. And the last that I heard, and this was a couple of years ago, they were actually doing the call to prayers over their bullhorns. Hamtramck. Hamtramck. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. They're doing all that kind of stuff. So don't think for a minute that they are not looking to colonize and to conquer. They are. I'm in a county in South Carolina that has one of those 35 jihadi camps. It's been here since 85. It's literally within a stone's throw of a nuclear power plant. And one of the guys, he runs a store down here below me in town. Um, he runs security there. He says, we keep an eye on that place day and night uh, with what those people do. And I'm all for people defending themselves and all this other. But if you have a, you know, let me see if I can put this right. You have no God-given right to worship false gods. There is no right for that. You can think it and all. But we're allowing mosques to go up. We're allowing cult groups to flourish and this, that, and the other. That is not freedom of religion, everybody. It just isn't. It really isn't. Um, that is going against the one who, who set our foundations. But the scripture tells us, it says, The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. That's Deuteronomy 28, 43, and 44. Those are the curses that God said would come upon the people. And now we're having this influence. It isn't just Ilhan Omar. We've got, uh, what was the guy? Representative Green. We've got Rashida Tlaib. We've got... Um, what was the other guy? Uh, Carson up there. All of these guys are Islamists. They're, they're the complete opposite of who we are as a people. And yet they're up there in positions of power. What do we expect from them except to undermine our form of government? I, I think the first uh, problem is that uh, our, our politicians aren't uh, recognizing that Islam is a governance system. We're allowing a governance system that has just a veneer of religion so that they can hide behind that to come in and, re and uh, they're attempting to replace our government. That's their goal. We know that. And they've done it like in Minneapolis. Now they have the call to prayer, uh, parts in Michigan, and it, it's a governance system. They're trying to overthrow our government, and yet everyone wants to keep referring to it as a religion. It's a peaceful religion. No, it's not. Uh, why you're you're being stupid, and then you want to ask me to be stupid? It, it's it's violent. That's exactly right. You know, very violent. Yeah. And there's nowhere where it's there, there's no place in the world where it's peaceful. Yeah. No, that's and exactly. So, that's exactly I, I think right. if we recognize it as a governance system, we might be able to do something about it. The people know that it's a problem. It's the dang uh, politicians yeah. <laughs> that are allowing it. Yeah. Well, let me let me address something here too, because you know we've talked about the two parties, and I know the show isn't a, really about that, but I I know I can see in the chat people going, "She's a Democrat. Does she hold to this? Does she hold to that?" And I'm sure you get that a lot, where people are asking those questions, except for people who actually know you. And people can check it out for themselves. They can determine those things. That's that's fine. But, you know, you were talking about even with Donald Trump, and I believe Donald Trump is nothing more than controlled opposition. Everything the man said, including the funding of the Muslims. I mean, it was Tom Fitton's group who came out and said the Trump administration is funding them three times more than the Obama administration was. When he said yeah, he's building I, yeah. the wall. Yeah, when he said he's building the wall. 
What do we have of new wall? Well, that depends on how you define new wall. I'm going to use Bill Clinton's thing is. New wall that's refurbished wall is one thing. Actual new wall, very, very little. Very little. Um, when we have him talking about the cost of that, who's going to pay for it? Mexico. No, nope. the American people paid for all of it. All of it. Yeah. And when he talks about everything that he talks about, what was coming out of his mouth, the exact opposite was going on. He was doing catch and release up until his last, uh, I think, year in office. Uh, he was also doing um, some of the things where he was funding Planned Parenthood. And so I think, you know, AJ, I think a lot of people got snookered with Trump. They thought he's speaking my language. Yes, he was. But like the book of James tells us in chapter two, there's people who say and there's people who do. And Donald Trump is a P.T. Barnum. He is not a doer. He, he's, a, he's a showman. I mean, who, right. who, who groomed this guy over the decades? But the, main, but the Mockingbird media, the same ones who all of a sudden when he wanted to run for office, it's like they didn't know who he was and they start attacking him. And this is why it's WWE. They got their script. Go do your attack. Make it look good. You know, rough it up a little bit and make it look like, you know, he's really under attack when he's really not. And uh, we're seeing even with his new truth social media, they're censoring people who are calling out the shot that he had produced with our money unconstitutionally and continues to promote it this day. And so I want to, I want people to understand just because you're running as a Democrat does not mean you hold to those principles, or at least that's, that's what's coming out of your mouth. I, I don't, I don't see what's going on there, but you're not holding that any more than the Republicans who say they believe in the constitution that they hold to it. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And again, we have one constitution why is everybody who goes in office not holding to it? And when they don't hold to it, why are the people not getting rid of them? I, that's really the issue that we're up against right now. And I, I think it's a weakness of the people because of their ignorance. You're right. Absolutely right. Um, I, I, I think Trump was the lesser of two evils, basically. I, I liked some of the things he did, but there is a very long list of things that I disagree with. And that's for sure. I think that he got us set up with this whole vaccine thing instead of recognizing yep. like a couple of governors, uh, especially was it the, is she North Dakota or South Dakota? I was yeah. It. Yeah. South Dakota, um, Christy Noam. Yeah. She's bad yeah, too. She so was, is Ron DeSantis. So I, I think Ron DeSantis, I would really prefer to see him run for president rather than Trump uh, on the Republican ticket. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think there, there's a long conversa conversation to be had about the issues with Trump. That's that's for sure. I, I he was not my first choice. Yeah. And and I'm I I find it interesting. So many people just follow him like blindly, and but I but I yep. think mostly it was because their lives did improve. The economy was well, you know, and those kind of things. So uh, now we have the complete opposite <laughs> in the yeah, economy. Yeah, but uh, to be to be fair. To let people know, they say their lives improved, but what they don't understand is Donald Trump signed the largest unconstitutional spending bill in our history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He sold yeah. out American sovereignty saying it was a better deal to go with USMCA rather than NAFTA. And we had the president of the CFR say that uh, USMCA was NAFTA plus 10 or 20 percent, 60 something percent of uh, the USMCA was the very language of TPP. So Donald, again, Donald Trump's a con man, 
he some of the things he says you go yep that's right that's right what did you do about it where's hillary in jail where's all these other political criminals that you said you were going to jail oh wait a minute he told you what he was going to do just after he he gave his victory or when he was going to give his victory speech huh, hillary we, she deserves our, our praise and our honor for her her work, for her service for the country. And then he has her and Bill in there. If that doesn't tell you, this guy, all his friends were there. So it's things like, you know, dealing with Ilhan Omar. Trump would use Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib as a political grandstand moment to drive people to the Republican Party that are impotent, that they, they, they got a big bark. But when you give them the opportunity to deal with it, it's just like Ilhan Omar. She's been in there how many years now? And the Republicans have done nothing to do what you're, you're trying to do right there in Minnesota. They've done nothing to try to bring the law to bear on her crimes. And so I think when right. the people get caught up in Republican and Democrat, that's exactly what they want. Instead of, here's what the law says. And I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what you're involved in, what you know, committees you're on, what parties you're on. Here's what the law is. And it seems to me on this issue of Ilhan Omar, that's where you've got the that's where you've got the focus at. And can you tell people you said this is going to be on a Zoom meeting on Thursday? How can people tap into that, or can they tap into that? And what else can they do? Can they? Can, I don't know. Can they show up outside of court, even though it's a Zoom meeting? The judges, I'm assume, going to be there. Can they show up at court and protest? I mean, yeah, what, what I, can the people I, be I part know. of doing? I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. I just know it's a Zoom meeting, and like I said, I'm I'm not an attorney. I'm I'm just doing the best I can. I'm I'm assuming I'm I'm going to be provided an opportunity to speak. I'm prepared to speak and address um, what I see is wrong. With, with all of this <laughs> and um, I you know I'm I'm hoping I, I know this is difficult for people to understand and I know you're seeing that in the comments but I'm hoping eventually <laughs> people will be able to understand that we already have all this going on in the Republican Party we already have people who are really should be uh, in the Democrat Party but call themselves Republican right so why can't we why can't we kind of I'll put it this way. Why can't we play that game on the other side? You're talking about infilt basically infiltrate them. Why, right. Why, why can't we have real constitutional, cons you know, people who are concerned about the Constitution like I am, jump into the Democrat Party where there's, there's people like Ilhan Omar, pick, an, pick another, Rashida Tlaib, why, why, why not a conservative go right in the Democrat primary and, and challenge her and, you know, because I I don't know how else you're going to get rid of them. <laughs> and we we need to bring the Democrat Party uh, back from the land of communist insanity. And they're they're literally trying to destroy this country. And I I would hope that a lot of people in Minnesota's fifth congressional district would would think about the fact that. Republicans have not had that seat in so long. I, I don't know if they ever have, but the likelihood of the Republican ever winning the general election in the 5th District is pretty much zero. So why don't they vote in the Democrat primary? I would ask them for their vote, whether they're Republican, Independent, um, or Democrat, that they're an old-fashioned Democrat, a John F. Kennedy Democrat, 
and let's let's get rid of her in the primary if the judge won't do it <laughs> by by obtaining her official naturalization records then you know we could still do this uh, in the primary but um you know that again that's going to take the hand of god um i don't have a well-oiled machine i don't have a ton of money at all um uh, but i just felt really compelled some people say maybe it's the holy spirit driving me this direction but i just thought if i tried to get in 2020 i tried to get candidates who are already already in the democrat primary and the republican primary and i i talked to one independent candidates uh manager campaign manager and and i it's like you're in the race go ahead and file with the court for her naturalization records and no one would do it <laughs> and so this time comes around and I just thought, you know, if I don't give this a try, I'm I'm going to always wonder if 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 I had given it a shot what would happen. So, here we are and we're going to see what God does with this. And maybe our our country is just on that downhill slide. I I think we're spiraling down <laughs> at an a very quick pace and it it breaks my heart. Um I hate to see the end of America, uh, but we have elected these very horrible people for over a very long time. And um, people continue. Why are people still electing um, uh, Pelosi and um, I can't remember the Republicans' name in the Senate? No, oh, McConnell, Turtle Man. Yeah, I mean, why? Why are you? Why do you keep sending them back? Well, I think that's a, I think that's a question, AJ. You know that that a lot of people may not be asking uh, because I ask it about the people of South Carolina putting uh, Lindsey Graham in, and w what have we not learned down here about Lindsey Graham? This guy is is a traitor to the people with his NDAA indefinite detention nonsense. Uh, he is a traitor to his people in bringing the ministry of their people who are tied to the Ministry of Defense of Qatar, one of the largest funders of terrorism in the world, Islamic terrorism in the world, and building an air base down here in South Carolina. Why, why are we uh, tolerating him taking our money and spending it to give Islamic jihadis in the Middle East weapons and calling them, oh, they're, they're rebels? No, they're not. They're jihadis. There's a difference. Right. Right. And, uh, and until we, but see, everybody plays it off the, the, the team jersey. I have an R on my jersey, so you can trust me. I have a D on yeah. my jersey, so you can't trust me. Instead right. of saying, wait a minute, which one of you guys are actually adhering to the law that we wrote to restrict you, not us, to restrict you? And I think this, I think you coming on and doing this has some people scratching their head because they were doing it with, uh, Lee Newton wrote, uh, yeah, Lee wrote, Lee Newton Rhodes, I think that's how his name was, when he came on, they were like, oh, wait a minute, he's a Democrat? Does he believe in this? And he was like, no, I don't believe in any of that. And he was very explicit that there's no reason you should be killing babies at all, born or unborn. And um, and so people have a hard time because that's all we're inundated with by both parties because they want to keep us divided instead of united around the law and the justice that comes from when you violate that law that's being brought on the individual violating it, that secures our liberties. If we don't do that, if we just say, well, you can just live and let live and let all these people just do whatever they want, especially when they get in government, you're just asking for trouble. I mean, you bring foreign gods into the gates, there's war. 
And make no mistake about it, anybody who goes in goes in with a worldview, and they have a God, whether they say they don't or not, even if they erect themselves. And every culture is a theocracy because whoever the God of that culture is writes the laws. He, they determine the law. If you're Islamic, you got that. If you're Marxist, you got that. If you're a humanist, you're gonna, that's going to be a squishy place to be for law because it's going to change day in and day out. But, but here we are. It, you're taking an attempt to at least deal with one person, and I wish you the best. I, I hope the Lord blesses it, if nothing else, to open people's eyes to see what's going on, and then for the people to do what is their duty. And I think that's the bigger thing. The people are wanting people who run for office, who get into office, they want them to do for them what they won't do for themselves. I'm going to give you the final word, and if you want to plug your site, please do so. Um. I just would ask for your prayers, and if you're inclined to provide a donation, $20 or whatever, anything would help. Um, if you know people in the 5th Congressional District, please contact them and tell them to look at my page, ajkern.com. And uh, the more people, the better that, that go online and watch the hearing on Thursday. I think it will be very telling. Um, I do have legal standing to request the court ver verify that everyone, everyone's name who goes on the ballot, that they meet all of the qualifications. And it's going to be interesting to see how the judge handles that. And uh, may God bless America, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he'll, he'll bless us if, we're, if we'll meet him on his terms and repent of our sin. He'll bless us again. Right now, our blessings have become our cursings. But we, we yeah. do wish you the best in that. Can you, uh, will there be a place, uh, because when I archive the show, I'll put a link to your site there, but will there be a link or something, or pe can people go to your site or something like that to see the, um, the, the hearing on Thursday, and what time will that be? How will people be able to do that? Um, it's it's a Zoom meeting, so the I, I have on there where you can click on the link. Okay. Um, and it, and um, I I don't think it should be that difficult. Um, okay. But it's at two thirty um, and um, Central Time, and um, I I don't know if I've I, I'm not I'm not very savvy when it comes to you you know before the show I have trouble with the volume and the headset and everything. <laughs> um, but I guess I can see and I can look into maybe how I could have that also on my on my page. But at this point, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah, if you I, can get me a link this morning, if you can find out what the Zoom link is, I'll just throw it in the article. And that way, if people want to watch it on Thursday, they can just go back to the archive in the article on the site and they can just click on that link and they'll be able to join in over there. If you can. do okay. that. OK, I'll, I'll I'll try to get that to you. I don't think I have your email, but. Well, you do you I, can text it to me if you'd or like, or either way, we, we'll have that ready to go. And then, okay. guys, you can check out um, AJ at her site, ajkern.com, K-E-R-N. You've seen it on the screen. K-E-R-N. K-E-R-N, uh-huh, dot com. And uh, you, can, you can read up on her. Maybe you're in the area and you want to support her. That's that's up to you. I'm not I'm not here to to promote a candidate, but I, I did want to bring this to the light that of what you're doing, AJ. And there's a lot of people who appreciate what you're doing. We've got a lot of people in uh, Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, around there. Uh, who are very concerned about Ilhan Omar and some of the other infiltrators who've come in. And, you know, people can make up their own mind whether it's a good thing to do the infiltration. 
Ron Paul really did it with the with the um, with the GOP, and they didn't like him either. So we'll right. we'll see what happens. But but he was right on the money. Uh, hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air, guys. Catch Bradley at three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and then we'll be back in the morning with the Common Core diva Lynn Taylor. We're going to be talking about more of this unconstitutional. We just talked about it off of uh, AJ's site, unconstitutional federal education, which is nothing more than indoctrination and an enslaving of a people. And we we gotta we gotta do our duty and fight back against that stuff. So we'll talk to you in the morning, Lord willing, six a.m. Adios.